Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. I uh, encourage the federal government to step in if they have to, if it goes any longer. I'm all about fair negotiations, uh, but when it's affecting the economy, not just here in Ontario, but across the, the, the country, uh, we need to uh, get the, the folks back to work. That's the Premier at meetings with the, all the other Premiers, and they were all talking about the B.C. port strike, and they were all saying to the federal government, you got to get off your butt. You've got to do something. Step in. This is costing Ontario about a billion six so far, or 160 million a day. And uh, so they want. I mean, we're on the 11th day. We're on the 11th day, and the government hasn't done anything. When the Montreal port uh, went on strike, the same thing. The government, this government, tabled back to work legislation that day, and so far they've refused to do anything. And the supply chains are now being impacted. Manufacturers are starting to cut back on production. Fertilizer can't get through. Food can't get through. That tuna you get for your sushi not getting through, so it's going bad. I was reading about 7,000 pounds of pork baking, basically, on one of these things, on these uh, ships. You got back-to-school clothing, not going to get into the stores on time. So there are impacts, no question about it. Maybe those fish you like to buy at the fish store, these Siamese fighting fish, that's how they get in here. Maybe they're still sitting on those uh, ships. So there are a lot of impacts. And the longer this goes on, no question about it, uh, makes it worse in so many ways with supply chains and uh, inflation. So let me bring in uh, Christina Santini, Director of National Affairs over at the Canadian Federation of Independent Businesses. And I know uh, I appreciate you uh, joining us, Christina. Thank you for having us, Alex. Yeah, I know that Dan uh, has been with the premiers, kind of staying on top of them. Uh, he's been very uh, you know, anxious about getting this thing stopped. Where is the urgency on this? We've been talking about this, or I was talking about this on day one, uh, but where is the urgency? You just cited a whole bunch of very good examples as to why this is urgent. You've got products that are sitting out on, on ships that are only going to be refrigerated for so long, that are perishable and will be lost inventory. That supply is not getting into the markets. It's not getting to consumers. Um, it's going to take a while if they could be replaced. So then we might end up having you know, some shortages and higher prices. For our members, who many of them are in retail, wholesale, uh, manufacturers, et cetera, well, it's going to affect their revenues. It's going to affect their outputs, which is going to affect their clients. Um, so, for example, uh, you know, garages that are looking or waiting for tires to come in or for parts to replace, well, may not be able to undertake certain kinds of work. Yeah. Construction sites that are looking for windows to be finished, which are waiting out on glass, may see the impacts of, on their suppliers affect their production and their ability to deliver and finish homes. Yeah, it, 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 and, and it drives the price up. And so um, even if they got the back-to-work legislation, they still got to get everyone back to Ottawa, and then they have to go through all the, you know, the kabuki theater of that, and then it, the, the port can't just open. It's got to have a whole bit. So we're, like if this thing goes on another three weeks, what is that? Have you been able to measure the impact 
So we haven't measured our, the impacts ourselves. We've seen studies out there that are saying for each day the strike goes on, it entails one week of backlog. So it it's not just the idea of, oh, the ports open up again tomorrow and everything's going to flow through. No, it's going to take time for that to flow through. And we're already talking about a weeks to deal just with the backlog. Mm. Um, so, you know, let's not have this last several more days, get the two parties, the unions and the ports to come to an agreement or to accept some of the proposed, uh, I guess you could say, um, settlements or or terms that the federal government has put forward um, just to see if that can't work out or those proposals can't work out. Ideally, an agreement is reached between the implicated parties. If not, government's got to get back together and get itself to Ottawa, as you referenced. Well, and when, when it's, when it's public country. interest and when it's the public money they, 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 and it affects the entire economy, they, they've got to step Absolutely. in. Um, just Absolutely. Before we, we run out of time, just quickly, the uh, interest rates on the Bank of Canada, um, we've got a lot of COVID loans. Are they yeah. impacted? So the COVID loans themselves, given that uh, interest rates don't start being paid on the amount was taken out until the end of the year, no, but our members have over $100,000 in debt, including most of it in variable loans through line of credits. Um, So yes, small businesses are feeling the pinch and they definitely would like where the government has control, which is on SIBA, they would like to see that deadline extended so that they can focus on paying back those higher interest uh, and increasing in terms of costs, uh, funds that they owe, and so that they can also maintain cash flow to pay their suppliers, to pay their employees. Um, They're just asking for more time. They're not asking for forgiveness. Right, yeah, to pay for the stuff that's stuck at the port. Um, Precisely. And to have money to buy things to replace it. That that's a novel concept. Appreciate it. We'll keep watching it. We keep talking about it. So uh, we'll talk again. Appreciate your time you. on this, Christina. Take care. Bye. That is uh, Christina Santini. So as far as the CFIB is concerned, time is money and it is costing money.